Hello, welcome to our launch week. This is episode three of Upon Arrival with me, Adelaine Ng. I hope you didn't miss the last episode, which was filled with golden nuggets from Morris Misalowski, giving us the questions we need to ask ourselves if you're wondering whether to stay in the industry. And now, episode three. We're joined by someone who seems to have eyes right across the Asia Pacific, keeping tabs on developments as rules for lockdowns and travel restrictions kept changing at different speeds across multiple countries in the region. It's Hannah Pearson. Stay tuned. Hannah Pearson is the director of travel consulting firm Pear Anderson in Kuala Lumpur. She's also the co-host of the Southeast Asia Travel Show. Hannah, good to be speaking with you. Yeah, thank you. Good to be here. Tell us a bit about yourself first. How did you end up becoming a travel consultant that's now, you know, worked with tourism boards, you work with agencies, and I believe you have clients from all over the world? Yeah, well, it's a funny story, really. I mean, you can probably tell from my accent, I'm not Malaysian. I'm from the UK originally, but I've been in Malaysia about eight years or so. Um, And so um, since I've been in Malaysia, I've always been in the travel industry, but doing different things. So when I first came here, I was working for a travel agency. I later have my own travel startup. Um, I've done sales repping. Um, So what I decided a couple of years ago was to really combine all of that knowledge into one kind of firm, which is Per Anderson, and we specialize in doing sales repping uh, for overseas companies interested in Southeast Asia. And the other side is uh, consulting with tourism organizations who want to have a better idea of what's going on in Southeast Asia. So typically tourism boards who don't tend to have a foothold here in Southeast Asia. Um, So um, yeah, that keeps me busy, both of those sides. So it's a very specialist uh, field, and we'll get to know you more Uh, in a later episode, but Mm. I'm going to ask you one big question for this episode. What has been the biggest challenge you've ever had to face in your business and how did you overcome it? Great question. I mean, I I think it's, I'm still in the the process of overcoming it now, but of course it has to be COVID, right? Um, So I was saying just now that half of my business is sales representation. And of course, that's a really, really tricky thing to do one, during a lockdown, but two, representing uh, tour operators, uh, shopping outlets. These guys just aren't making revenue anymore. Um, So, you know, within about a month, I was going from what looked like it was going to be my best year ever to, you know, scrambling around with uh, very few clients who still had kind of ongoing work for me. Um, So that was really the the big challenge that, that I was facing in in about March or so when lockdown started to hit. One thing I decided to do was to start looking um, at what was going on around Southeast Asia in terms of updates. And I started to compile all of these together um, into a report that I put together on a weekly basis called the impact of uh, COVID-19 on Southeast Asian tourism industry. Um, And just started to build out a, a mailing list from that really. So it's it's a long game for me. It's a content marketing game. Um, but so far, I've got over a, a thousand different tourism professionals who are all signed up to the newsletter. They're getting it every week. Um, and I've had really positive feedback from it. So it, it seems to be something that is very useful for people across the industry, which, you know, gives me something to feel happy about as well. And there's not much to feel happy about right now in the tourism industry. Do you believe that that list, because I've been hearing similar um, experiences uh, of other people having to 
pivot, love or hate that word, um, <laughs> but you know they've managed to grow their their audience. Um, I'm just wondering, you know, how would you use that in the future? Do you think uh, so that it does become a good business? Yeah, well, I mean, I've got a number of uh, let's say kind of target clients, I guess, who have signed up to the list. So there's a number of, of tourism boards who I know are following. Um, my work. So it is very much, like I say, a kind of a longer term game in that I feel that if I am providing um, value right now and it's for free, then eventually um, when these tourism boards or other tourism companies do start to have the budget again, um, they will turn to somebody who they know they can trust, whose insights they can rely on. Um, and hopefully I'll be at the top of that list. Uh, so right now, there are plenty of corporate travel planners who are in a similar position. Mm. So what would be your number one advice to them in um, in order to find ways to thrive in adversity? Yeah, I mean, I think my number one advice at the moment is just to read. <laughs> um, I mean, that's, that's pretty much how I started my report, just by reading around. But I think that it's really important right now to kind of keep updated with what's going on in the industry. Um, not only, you know, in your own country, but what's going on in other countries is keeping updated with what kind of schemes uh, tourism boards are, are coming up with. You know, are they offering certain incentives for uh, MICE events, not only for domestic, but for international as well? Uh, what kind of new interesting products are around too? Um, and seeing what other travel planners are doing in other countries. You know, are they doing something that's really interesting or something really innovative way of putting together an event or putting together um, you know an incentive trip and keeping on top of that because it's so easy I think to just get really down and and feel a bit hopeless what's the most interesting scheme you've seen so far hmm I think one of the more interesting ones that I've seen is actually coming out of Thailand and I can't remember the exact um, exact stimulus measures but what I found was quite interesting is when I was talking to uh, MICE agents in Thailand and we were talking specifically about overseas uh, so outbound trips from Thailand for MICE they actually thought that this uh, kind of stimulus from the Thai government might actually convince companies to keep trips within Thailand even when borders are reopened you know it, it might be that powerful to change uh, that perception of holding an event in Thailand which I thought was pretty interesting. Ooh, will be very interesting to watch. Hannah, where can people find you and follow your work? Because you're in several places. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, obviously, come look out for uh, my podcast, the Southeast Asia Travel Show. Uh, so we're on Spotify and most of the other podcast platforms. Um, and you can look me up on LinkedIn as well. I tend to be pretty active posting there. Um, so it's uh, hannah.f.pearson. Uh, so look out for me there, connect with me. I'll accept any connection requests. And uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you accepted mine. And it looks like you don't even have to read to be able to uh, keep up to date because you can always listen to Hannah's uh, podcast and keep up to date uh, that way. Exactly. Thank you, Hannah. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this episode of Upon Arrival. If you're enjoying the show, do spare a moment to hit subscribe, rate and review the show. Believe me, each action counts. Then check out the next episode where I'll be speaking with someone I call Gandalf in his business, he's so wise. El Kwang from consultancy firm Untangled 
will be joining us to share his number one advice for business events tourism players right now. 